I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about lies and manipulation. The reason that I wanted to do this video for you guys today is because I know many of you have been in relationships where you've either lied to the person or you've been manipulative or they've done it back to you and it's very unhealthy. If you want to have a long-lasting loving healthy relationship you have to be a good partner and there are a lot of different components to that and which I talk about all the time and it would be impossible to cover them all in one video because there's so many little things that we do to make our partners feel loved to be a good partner and to have a good relationship so I have a great email that I'm gonna get to but I really want you guys to understand that it takes two adults acting like adults to make a relationship work. If one of you is playing games, trying to deceive the other, trying to use little tactics and techniques like some of the nonsense that's out there, you're simply not going to have anything last very long. It will crumble in your hands and you will watch it and say, what have I done? Because when you try and do sneaky techniques and tactics like that, very often it's going to come back to get you. Karma's going to get you, and then you're going to feel even worse. So, it's important to learn how to be a good partner. And, you know, unfortunately, very few of us have grown up in homes where we had parents that were good partners to each other to be good role models for us. And... You know, I could tell you personally, I had no idea because my mom was married three times and my dad was married three times. And I saw a lot of arguing and fighting with my stepfathers. They were uh, bipolar and both of them were alcoholics. So it was very hard to understand what a healthy adult relationship looked like when I've got a circus act going on in my house. So... Many of you guys have grown up in that kind of situation too, and you can relate. And so you don't know what to do. The things that feel normal to you are not normal, and they're not healthy. And it took me a lot of time and hard work to figure that out. So, it's very important that you work on yourself when you're not with your partner. I know most of you guys are going through a breakup. If you haven't gone through a breakup and you're trying to turn things around, even better, more power to you, because very few people actually want to do something until it's too late. So, if you work on yourself, and that's one of the things that I'm going to teach you in the Skypes, is I'm going to look at your situation, I'm going to say, okay, what was going on with you? I'm going to, we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to give you a plan of action on things that you need to work on, so when they do come back around, which in a many cases they do, you'll have the best opportunity to try and get another chance to make it work. I had a Skype with a guy today who 
We did two Skypes in December. He didn't do the work. He gave up after a while. He thought the situation was hopeless, and it did look pretty rough for a really long time. But guess what? She started going by his work. Right outside his work is a park. She was obviously there wanting to see him, and he wound up blowing it. And it's very sad and unfortunate, and I kept telling him, you got to do the work. And I made it clear to him, as I make it clear to you guys all the time, all you guys that are watching every day, if you're giving up, if you're not really into it, don't be surprised when your opportunity comes and you watch it pass you by. Because it happens all the time, even with the most bleak situation. So, please, 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 if, you're, if you don't want to do the work for them because you don't think it's going to have any chance, that's fine. But do it for you. Because you are going to be in a relationship with you for the rest of your life. So you got to work on yourself and be the best version of you that you can be. And I have a really good email for you guys today. Um, the guy is in his mid-40s, I believe, and dating a woman that's slightly younger. And he said, Hey Craig, thanks for your help. Your videos are fantastic and help more than you could know with anxiety and wanting to understand what went wrong. This is my story. It's a long-distance romance story that lasted just six months, but blazed like a meteor and burned out just as quick. So, he was telling me a little bit about the woman that he dated and her early childhood. He said that her mother was ambivalent towards her. That's not good. If you have a mom that is ambivalent towards you, that would make life pretty rough. He said that she always performs acts of service to please her mother. This is something that I've talked about in other videos where a child will always try and please their parents because they're terrified of abandonment and they're always seeking their parents' approval. Now, she grew up learning to be a pleaser, trying to please mom, and now she continues to do it in her adult life. Not healthy. He says that her father only hugged her towards the end of his life when he was terminally ill. That is awful, because that is not when she needed hugs. She needed hugs when she was a little girl, and she was feeling scared, or anxious, or sad, needed reassurance, or praise. Not at the end of his life, when it was probably more so for him than it was for her. He said prior to the breakup, she had been distancing herself, but blamed work and told me it would get better after the semester. It didn't. She broke up with me in December, saying she couldn't take our distance and time apart. We had seen each other three times in four months. Well, some people can't do long distance. It can be really tricky. And long distance situations are often really really tough and I get a lot of those in the Skypes and you know each one tends to be a little bit different because there's so many different factors that are involved he said she asked to be friends and got very emotional when I declined and said I prefer just to end it I left her home and moved to a hotel she blew my phone up 
for a full day before I gave her my address. She immediately came over. So she had some time away. She started to get scared. And she's like, oh my gosh, I have to do something. I have to figure this out. And that's why she came over. She acted like the breakup never occurred. Yeah, because now she was terrified. And all of a sudden she's like, what is, what's going on? i got to figure this out. And so, of course, she's going to be really nice. For the next month, two months, it was all push and pull. She only seemed to care when I pulled away. What do I tell you guys? Anxiety is the root of desire. But it wasn't healthy. And I don't suggest that you try and get in that kind of relationship because it's going to wind up backfiring. But, uh, it sounds like this woman probably has some real attachment issues based on the stuff that we talked about or I talked about at the beginning of the email with her family life. Eventually, out of fear, I used an argument to break up with her via text in February. While I didn't initiate, I always responded to her text for Valentine's when she asked me how I was and the death of her father and two weeks later the death of her grandfather. That poor girl. Can you imagine losing your grandfather and your father around the same time? I can because my mom passed away and my grandma passed away about less than two months later and let's see two months before that my son was born. So my, my son was born on September 26th, my mom passed away on November 24th, and then my grandma passed away. Man, it may have been even less than two months. It, it would probably was even less than two months after that. It was a pretty rough time in my life, as you guys can imagine. Um, there was a lot more going on with it too, but just those things together was pretty bad. Um... He said, I was actually relieved about the breakup. I wasn't on the roller coaster ride any longer. After her father's death, we went 25 days without texting or talking. On March 30th, we spoke. A week earlier, she changed her Facebook profile picture for a day to a photo of her kissing a guy with the caption, I am loved. I was crushed. Yeah, that's pretty awful. You're still reeling over this breakup and bam, picture of her kissing on the other, another guy right as her profile picture. That's brutal. Um, I can't even imagine how I would have felt if one of my exes did that to me. I lasted a week before the anxiety made me call her. You allowed that anxiety to make you call her. If you were stronger, you wouldn't have done it. She told me that I hurt her by breaking up with her and how she didn't feel safe with me, but still didn't want to lose me. I asked her about the photo, and she said, Nothing. Absolutely nothing. How crazy is this situation? She's saying, I don't want to lose you while she's posting a picture of her kissing another guy. Then you're confronting her and saying, what's going on? Who is this other guy? Hey, I'm talking to you. Hey, the, the picture. There was a picture of you and another guy? 
What is that? Like, are you literally trying to deny reality to the point where you're acting like words are not coming out of this guy's mouth? This is ridiculous. Eventually said she had to go to work. Well, I guess I'll continue to deny reality here and act like nothing happened. The next day I texted her asking directly if this guy was her boyfriend. She responded saying he was her ex-boyfriend and that he was there for emotional support and she wasn't in the mental space to date anyone right now. And if you believe that, I've got a bridge in San Francisco, you'll love it. Good price. Give me a break. I ain't buying it. No way do I believe anything that just came out of her mouth. She was mad that I was jealous when I had let her go. Well, I could see that a little bit. I mean, because you did break up with her, right? So then she's like, well, what are you acting jealous about? You broke up with me. Kind of throw it in your face a little bit. She said I needed to respect her for time and for boundaries. I told her that I'd leave her alone. Again, she told me that she didn't want me to go. She just needed time. Since April 1st, I've got no contact, including Facebook and her birthday, to get control of my anxiety and not make matters worse. I don't know what that last part meant. That didn't make any sense to me to get control of my anxiety and not make matters worse. I don't know where that came from. But I understand, obviously, you didn't reach out on any kind of uh, social media or for her birthday. He said, When she broke up with me in December, she unfriended me on Facebook. Although we had gotten back together, she never refriended me. There always was some excuse. Her account it was hacked. She was busy. Come on. All excuses. What's going on here? They're back together and she doesn't add him. And then she's making excuses. Again, with, with this manipulative reality distortion. Like, I was hacked? What? She was busy? What? And then he says... And here's logic and reason, trying to come in and say, Hi, how are you? Can we uh, deal with me now? I could see online that she was updating her profile picture. When I pointed this out, she would change the subject. Big surprise. Come on. How is this woman ever going to have a long-lasting relationship with anybody? Her behavior is downright bizarre. She ignores questions repeatedly when she's called out for, like, behavior like that needs to be addressed. I mean, if you're trying to work things out again, then you need to know if she has a boyfriend. It's kind of important. Uh, she changes the subject. She's, I gotta go to work. And then she, uh, she said, I was hacked. I was busy. I mean, give me a break. She had to pet her hamster. You gotta pet Fluffy. Mr. Fluffy needs that loving. Gotta pet him. Can't get on Facebook and add me as a friend. That's crazy talk. <laughs> Man. Also, we met online and when she asked me, she asked me to lie to her parents about how we met. Both of these always bothered me. 
Manipulation and lies. Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal about saying you met online these days? Everybody's met online these days. Um, it's not really a big deal anymore. But she makes everything into a big deal. And everything is manipulation and lies. And it just goes to show she has no integrity. Not going to get you very far in a relationship when you can't trust the person. He said, I believe I have an anxious attachment style and hers is most likely avoidant. I'm terrified of con her contacting me again and not being strong enough to stop the makeup breakup cycle. Well, that fear is going to get you into a lot of trouble. Because if you're, you're afraid of something happening, that's when we cause it to happen. And I highly recommend that you watch my video, Focus on What You Want, where I talk about that in detail. It's very, very important that you deal with your fears. If you don't, they're going to deal with you. So, the overall situation here is that we have a woman that her behavior is downright bizarre at times. And it's manipulative in the fact that she literally just ignores questions that she doesn't want to answer. She changes the story on things she doesn't want to come out. She does all kinds of behavior that's simply not going to make a relationship last long term. You have to act like an adult. You have to communicate with your partner in a loving, helpful, healthy way where you got to sit down and you got to deal with it. Like if she wants to go out and date other people, that's her business. But you kind of need to know if she's in a relationship with somebody new, if you're going to work it out, right? But who knows with her? Who knows what she's thinking? Who knows what she's doing? Very, very frustrating. Quite honestly, I don't see it lasting with anybody with her behavior acting like this. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. And if you got to get with me within 24 hours, I also offer emergency coaching. If you like this video, throw a like on there. I do appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to the channel because I do post videos Monday through Friday. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.